What's going on? Lots and lots. Welcome back to episode 41. This is the Dirk episode. Man, the Dirk episode. Dirk, what a legend. That guy is so cool, honestly. Just I saw the man. Yeah, he is the man. I saw a video the other day of him at the uh, All-Star game last uh yeah last year when him and d wade were like captains mm-hmm. and he's just like chirping guys on the other team and stuff there's a video of him in warm-up some guy on uh i guess his team was doing something and he like slapped the ball out of his hands and he's like this isn't college player <laughs> like, like dirk dirk is one of those few athletes who is just like can do no wrong yeah like spent spent his whole career on the same team helping the community just an overall great guy Never had a prop. Never talked shit. Never had like a problem off the court. Yep. Just an all around, just clean cut. Just a great clean cut guy. Yep. Super talented. It's a big lead up for a good episode. That's what that is. is. Uh, I agree. agree. Episode forty one. So the Dirk. Let's uh, let's get into our recap. Episode forty. Last episode we had an unreal section. Uh, It was a pretty good way to bring back master debaters. And doing our top five sing-alongs, it was so that was so much fun, dude. Just, and we went we went longer than expected. We got involved, sure. we were invested, and like yeah. shit just kept on coming up, <laughs> yeah. reminding us other songs. Yeah, and yeah, it was a wild time, and we've got a lot of great feedback. Yeah, from like, that episode. So I had a couple people message me. One of my buddies, Jamie Finley, he said that American Pie definitely is a good sing-along. So he oh, dude, amazing, there. amazing. Uh, but he said he had never heard of Red Solo Cup. Which I thought really? was kind of wild. Yeah. See, like when like, you said Red Solo Cup, like I know the song. I know the song. And I, I can probably sing along to it, but like I don't, yeah, I, I, it's one of those ones that kind of just slips through the cracks a little bit. Interesting. I don't know. That's like a staple for me. I just know every single word. Like it's, it's just Dude, iconic. Well, so I, we, well, we got a message on the lad's Instagram account. Yeah. Alex DeLello from Laurier, Laurier and he, he was a buddy of mine. Uh, we were on the same color team for ice breaking last year. And he sends us a DM and he goes, all right, lads, here's my list of songs you missed for sing-alongs. Some are obvious, some are sneaky, some are questionable, and a few are just <laughs> flat out embarrassing. Yeah. But I can guarantee you'll know a few words to each of these songs. So take a moment, crack open a beer and enjoy some sing-alongs. Cheers, lads. One, what an unbelievable message to receive. Yeah, it was Two, great. I was pumped when I saw I was it. so pumped. And he sends us two Full screenshots yeah, of, of like phone notes. Two. Yeah. Okay, so he's got I Try, Macy Gray, A Thousand Miles, Vanessa Carlton, Bob Cajun, Tragically Hip, Bob O'Reilly, The Who, Beautiful Soul, Jesse McCartney, Drift Away. Dude, yeah, drift away. I thought about that one the next day. I was like, I had Shuffle on my country playlist in the truck and Drift Away came on. I was like, oh, like that's a, that's a pretty good one. That's a song that everyone knows, but I feel yeah. like like it's very hard to like no. people like, oftentimes don't know who sings it it's one of those ones yes so yeah, yeah, yeah but the artist is just, like, escapes you yeah 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 then you got four or five seconds i'm just gonna go song titles uh friday by rebecca black gives you hell good riddance ho hey i write sins not tragedies i'm a big like early 2000s like punk rock guy Okay. Like 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 Billy Talent, Panic at the Disco, Sub Forty One. <laughs> I love all that shit. So that's a good one for me. Uh, I, I'm gonna be Five Thousand Miles, the, uh, the Proclaimers, whatever. Paper Planes, Replay by Ayaz, right back where we yeah. started. <laughs> Rolling in the Deep, Roxanne, Royals, Shake It, Single Ladies, Somebody That I Used 
to know. Stacy's mom, stronger beer, he said. And he goes, you didn't mention this in the pod. Yeah, wow. That's a good, yeah, that's a- How did we miss that, bro? Better, Yeah, that's foolish right there. That is foolish. That's so foolish. We had the man on our show. I know, dude, we had 10 next on and nothing. Not even, come on. We do need to be better. Be better. Yeah, be better. better. Lots of lunches. Anyways, we got- Hold on. Oh my god, we're not even this is not even done the first last year. Sweet child of mine, trap queen. Hey ya, skater boy, unwritten fireflies. Hey Jude, lean on me. I try. Tr- oh no, okay, then it goes back. Okay, so yeah. And I go, oh my god, this this is it. This right here, yeah. this is it. And he goes, yeah. Oh, cheers, boys. It was a fun exercise for me and the fam. Stay safe. What a guy. Yeah. Alex Lolo, thank you yes, so much. And thank man, like, you. We, you're right. Like we need to be better. Cause <laughs> yeah, we do need to be better. Just embarrassing, man, on yeah. our part. Yeah. And then uh one that I thought like I think is a pretty good suggestion as well that uh our friend Hannah told us about beautiful girls, Sean Kingston. Yeah. I didn't think about that one either. That's a banger as well. Well, before but, we started recording this, you, you ran that by me, you're like beautiful girls. I'm like, it took me a while to place the song. But then, like once, like you played it for me, I'm like just oh hit. yeah, like yeah. I can sing along to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great sing along. So it is a good tune. Thank you to everyone who uh, participated and messaged us all the songs that we forgot or which whichever songs they thought were good picks and stuff. Yeah, that was a that was a sick episode. So I think or a sick uh, <laughs> segment that we did. I think that we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep doing some more of these like. I don't think we can limit it to five. I think it's way more enjoyable to just try to like talk about all the different ones that we can think of. Oh, in for sure. Things, but we'll do like more lists of top whatever. I think we uh, need to. Yeah, I think people what they want. So if you have any suggestions, like the the followers of what we should do and what kinds of like lists that we should go after and debate about, message them in. Like message us your suggestions. We'd love to debate that. So. Oh, dude. So, well, on here, we were talking about songs, obviously, and there was one little thing under the notes right here that we haven't mentioned yet, and that's, we didn't even get into TV show theme songs. Like, you, you have here on this list, the, yeah. th- like the Phineas and Ferb theme song. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> like, everybody knows it. Yeah, it's so, it's so easy to sing along to. Like, it's such a dude, you good know song. You know what's crazy though? Like I remember being a kid on like uh, field trips and stuff, and like being on the bus, and like pe- like people would sing songs and like whatever, get into it. Yeah. And like the Phineas and Ferb, uh, the Phineas and Ferb theme song would come up a lot, and we'd just be all like belting it on the bus going yeah. places. Yeah. I was I'm like I'm, I'm talking to this girl, and she goes that she's never seen an episode of Phineas and Ferb. What? Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? No. I was so shocked. It's, I'm like, I, I, I don't know how it came up in conversation, but I was talking to her and I go, Phineas and Ferb, great show. And she's like, no, I've never seen it. No. Okay, yo, hold on. Dude, hold on. you got to see this. I know. <laughs> no. Agent P. Agent P, man. Agent Zach P. has a stuffed <laughs> Agent P at the ready in his childhood yeah. bedroom. Yeah. My. Love uh, to see it. My aunt and my cousins got it for me for Christmas this year. Like we all got some kind of like uh, stuffed something. Like it was like a gift we all got, like a theme kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, mine was Agent P. Well, which is which is huge. But I, this girl, I, I'm gonna have to show her. I'm gonna have to show her like Phineas and Ferb. 
you yeah, can't be I, a human on planet earth and have not never experienced phineas and ferb yeah you need to watch it like it's just it's genius it's a genius <laughs> it's show genius. man it's it's an incredibly written show yeah it's 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 just advanced man it's an advanced show it's not it it's is. not a children's show they make bowling for soup references there's a lot of a lot of <laughs> adult humor in there yeah good shit yeah it is a good show and uh you know what else isn't uh, necessarily child friendly our next our next guest he's got some some interesting content when you go to his TikTok and stuff, but he's, he's done really well for himself. Yeah. He, uh, he's a stand-up comedian now. Dude, he's performed uh, at, in Las Vegas at yeah. the Laugh Factory. Not a, not a lot of comedians can say they've performed live in Las Vegas. That's yep. huge. Yep. And uh, I'm, at the time that we interview him, interviewed him, he had accumulated 1.9 million likes on TikTok, like on TikTok alone. That's not the only platform he's on. He's on YouTube uh twitter i'm pretty sure instagram and uh i think it's time we introduce our first guest of the second double dion is the this a double, double dion? dion double dion is it yeah yeah this yeah. is a double double dion it's a double double dion so for the first guest of our double double dion nima naziri Joining us now is Toronto-born comedian and actor Nima Naz. Nima's hilarious sketches and stand-up have taken the internet by storm. He's amassed over 1.9 million likes on TikTok alone, and he recently opened for comedian Kayvon at the prestigious Laugh Factory in Las Vegas, baby. Please welcome to the pod, Nima Nazari. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, so, Nima, uh, you kind of like... I. Came, first came across you on Six Buzz. The first time I ever saw any of your videos, uh, it was the the one week as a Toronto man's two yeah, weeks yeah. as a Toronto man's video. <laughs> this is my voice one day as a Toronto man. Yo, this is my voice one week as a Toronto man still. Yo, dog, are you dumb? Two twos? This is how man done be talking in Toronto after three months, you fucking bhakti. Yeah, eh? that's how you're feeling, eh? Okay, gee. Um, I kind of want to ask, first of all, what was the process like of getting on Six Buzz, and like, where were you prior to being found there? And then, where did you go after that video got posted? Um, I, I, before I got posted on there, I was just like, kind of uh, grinding on videos. I've been making videos for like six years at this point. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was eating shit for like a few years, making t- dog shit content on YouTube and on just online in general. But like, you got to start somewhere, right? So. Um, I just got better and better throughout the years. And then eventually it was about a year and a half ago. I started making more content just for Instagram and it started like, like video by video. I started like snowballing just like more, uh, each video just got picked up by another page or, you know, went mini viral here and there. And then eventually I got featured on six buzz and that shit, I kind of like skyrocketed a little bit my page and I, I grew like a few thousand more followers. And then after that, like I like my video videos just started hitting, right. one by one, and then like it was a quick rise in in a matter of like a few months, um, yeah. And then ever since, I've just been kind of like growing exponentially. It's, it's been nice. Dude, like, talk, talking about uh, your kind of like social media aspect of it, like with everyone staying home because of this lockdown, have you found that it's helped your growth at all? Because now that everyone's spending more time online, or what? Um, yes and no. I. Uh, when I, I took a month off actually before I came back and did videos and it was pretty much the beginning of lockdown because I just needed to like focus on myself self, and you know because I was just kind of too addicted to 
the, 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 the online life. So I need yeah. to just like step back and focus on myself first. But when I came back, um, everyone was always like, yo, like we need you more. And during this time, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, like some of my videos have hit like crazy more than usual during right. quarantine, but some of them still fucking bombed so hard. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't really matter because at some point the same, like the pe- people are, people are, are going to be on the app the same or, you know, less, less or more. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really right. matter if it's quarantine or not because people yeah. either way they're going to see it or not. Like, so it doesn't really matter for me. I'm just going to keep doing what I enjoy doing, post it. And if people see it, great. If not, it doesn't matter. Just keep, keep going. You know, with the, uh, with the emergence of TikTok. Uh, at what point did you kind of realize, like, I have to get into TikTok and I have to start doing stuff on there. And then did any of your content change to be more TikTok focused from what you were already doing on Instagram and stuff, or was it kind of more of the same and you were just posting it on both platforms or more platforms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, TikTok was, um, when I was, when I was first on it, I was kind of like, okay, I was trying to figure out what I should post on there. So I just started posting random shit. Yeah. Um, and then I realized it was more so like, like a little bit of like Vine or Dub Smash musically, one of those yeah. apps. I was like, okay, fuck. Like I see all these people, what they're doing. Like, you know, this person's just doing singing videos. This person's just doing dance. Um, and then eventually I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to like first just make videos that I post from Instagram to my TikTok, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. And then eventually I got more into the, the routine and the, and the, and the, I got, the, I got used to what TikTok is. And now yeah. like I'm more creative with, okay, I know how to use it in terms of like, I can actually just use, I could make videos strictly just for TikTok and just for Instagram. But sometimes I do crossover posts just because I feel like it'll be, it'll be, it would, you know, fit well in both. But yeah, there's some posts I make on TikTok that I never post on Instagram and vice versa. So yeah, Yeah, I feel like the collaboration videos that you do, like uh, one of the ones that I've seen you doing more recently is the, uh, the FaceTime calls, like the, yeah, uh, yeah. the Canadian dad FaceTime calls. Those <laughs> yeah, are yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But like that, I, that kind of stands out as one that's like more TikTok based. Uh, so off of that, like how did you come across that guy that you, uh, do those collaboration videos with? Did you reach out to him? Did he reach out to you? And then at that point, what were you guys like talking about to be able to make that content? Yeah, so uh, he's actually my boy. He's like, um, everyone I collab with are all my friends. Okay. Yeah, I never, yeah, people always cool. ask me, like, oh, do you do, uh, how do you collab with these people? Do you pay them and stuff? I've never paid one person to right. do a video with. I'm not like that. I will never do that. Um, I just, because I believe in, you know, collaborating with people who have the same kind of mind as I do in terms of, you know, my humor and everything. Yeah. And then we just kind of make gold together because we just know exactly what we're cool. doing. Love and, uh, yeah, we, yeah. we do it well so it's like okay let's you know let's keep doing these so um yeah all those guys i collab with they're all like my friends i went to school with or i just met through comedy or acting stuff like that yeah uh one of the things like mcgee and i have heard a lot is that stand-up comedy is one of the hardest things to do to get in front of a room of people and tell jokes and stuff um how nervous were you the first time you went on stage to do comedy and like what kind of prep did you have to do to be able to be like all right, I'm going to go up there and people may not laugh. Yeah, man. I, so many people don't know this, but I actually, I was, I was in a comedy program for two years. So that's where I started doing standup is, um, yeah. there's a comedy program at Humber college, which is right. unheard of. Like I, even before, even like before I got in, I was like, what the fuck? There's, there's <laughs> yeah. clown college. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How is this? How is this a thing? But then it was a real program two years. So I started doing standup when I started there in 2015 in September. 
And um, I knew I actually dropped out of university to pursue all this shit. Okay. And so I got in and I was like, okay, first week the, uh, school starts, I'm going to start doing stand-up. I prepped myself all like month or a few months even prior. I was like, okay, like what am I going to do? Built up some material throughout the, the, the months. Just like, you know, see whatever is funny to me and then do it on stage. Um, no matter how much prep I did, I was not prepared for the fucking four minutes I was going to do in, in front of six other comedians at an open mic in a fucking attic. No one gives a fuck about it. You know what right. I mean? Like, so the day comes and, you know, I had to travel because I was living on campus technically. And I had to travel two hours overall just to go to this open mic that no one, like no one's even going to care about what I have to say, first of all. Right. right. Spend three twenty-five on transit. Fucking already broke. Go <laughs> and be last on top of that on the open mic. Like thirty, I was thirtieth. Right. The whole time I'm stressing. Like, oh fuck! I hope I can memorize my lines. I like. You think four minutes is nothing? It's a. Whole, it's an hour for your yeah. first time. So man, I just went up and um, I was sh I was nearly shitting my pants. Like I, yo, if this isn't going well, how's how's everything gonna be? Whatever, blah blah. Um, and then I turned, it turned out like I could only finish two minutes out of my four. So, cause I just like, I was, I blanked and I was like, oh, okay, I don't have anything else. And I bombed, <laughs> like, no one laughed. No one was like, there's two people paying attention barely. Um, and then from then on, I was like, yeah, okay, this is, this is not as easy as it looks. What, what was that? What happened then? Like, did you just kind of stop and be like, okay, like I got to go and you just walked off or <laughs> oh, what, yeah. what was the process? Like? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was last. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. uh, um, because the whole time I had a fucking book in my hand like this, just like reading off my book, like doing that. I'm like, first of all, I look stupid as fuck doing that. Um, because like, that's not how stand up works, obviously. But I was my first time. I was like, I can't fucking just memorize everything right away. Um, and so I was doing it. And then, yeah, like as I finished, like I, I, was, I saw my next bit I was going to do and realized how shit I've already been doing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I'm just going to end it here. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right, well, thanks. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, and then, the, then the applause comes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, in my imaginary mind, for sure. <laughs> but man, obviously you're doing something right. Like you ended up having the opportunity to go to Vegas. Yeah. Um, sure. which, must be, which must be nuts for you considering now you're locked up. Like coming off one of the high points of your life, I'm yeah. only assuming, to now just locked in your room or wherever you are right now. Tell us about that experience. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, first of all, yeah, like these moments that I just t talked about in, in terms of like having to prep for all that time and like dealing with shit on stage for years, it all leads up to stuff like that. Those opportunities of me going to the States and touring a little bit with like a bigger comedian. You know what I mean? So um, it, all that stuff is worth it because now like I'm actually having fun with my career and like it's, it's all it's, 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 it's like what you're working towards this whole time is just like the fun things that you get to do that you actually love doing. So it's, yeah, man, like me going to Las Vegas to perform at the Laugh Factory was like the biggest milestone of my life. Uh, just to perform on that stage with another comedian, just to, you know, I'm getting paid to fucking do that. Like it's insane. So it was uh, very surreal. I never thought it would happen that early on in my career. I'm only like four and a half years in doing standup pretty much. Right. Um, almost five. And yeah, I just, um, I'm very grateful for those opportunities and, the amount of times I had to go out and bomb at those open mics hundreds of times. It's, it's all worth it in the end. But yeah, it's like, it's a struggle obviously now because I can't do anything about it. Go on stage. Yeah. It's like the one number one thing I miss, but um, at least I have my content to, you know, do make time, make up time yeah, for. So keep you sane. Keep you, keep you sane. Yeah. So that's not bad, but I know a lot of comedians, man, they don't do both. And so they're struggling people who don't, do stand up uh, sorry they don't do videos 
they just do stand up like they're doing nothing right now so i'm like oh fuck I'm, at least see this is why i started doing all of this at the beginning so i could be prepared and this was a perfect opportunity to be prepared for uh we mentioned off the beginning or i mentioned that uh one of the things you you've done and like i how i came across you was the the toronto man's impression yeah. uh, i've seen that you do a bunch of other ones like uh you can probably tell based on my background oh, and stuff yeah. like, you got the <laughs> the hockey player Oh yeah. And the hockey player impressions, you do the Canadian dad impressions and stuff of all the different impressions that you do. Does one stand out as like your favorite or your go-to impression? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I love them all. Honestly, it's hard to pick and people always ask me, but, um, I, at the end of the day, the, the thing that's truest to me is my own accent, like my family, which is the, the Persian accent. I don't yeah. know if you've seen those, but yeah, um, that definitely, but also like my Woodbridge ones, like the Italian ones. I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, oh, those ones are great. Um, I, I do love making the, doing the hockey impressions too. Those are pretty fun. Um, mainly because I grew up with all those people in yeah. high school throughout my life. So it's just like, it's just so it's like second nature for me at this point. Right. And yeah, no, those are, those are great. <laughs> great fun. Uh, so one, of the, one of the uh, impressions that I actually saw you do, like you mentioned the Persian ones was what of your mom. Yeah. How did she feel about that one? <laughs> Man, honestly, that, actually that, um, I've been imitating my mom my entire life. Okay. Like, literally as a kid, like through, we had parties as when I was a kid in a, in a family parties. And, uh, every single time I was the fucking clown of the family to go up and tell jokes in front of my, my, uh, the relatives and everything. And they'd be like, Nima, Nima. Uh, go 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 on and make fun of your mom at the Tim Hortons drive-through right now. Go go go! Because I always used to do make fun of her like ordering something at Timmy's. Right. And it was always like just like butchered English, um, and that's where it started. And then my first ever video I posted was me pretty much imitating my mom. That's what made me actually kind of like uh, it went viral a little bit. My very first video, um, and yeah, and ever since then I've just been kind of doing it. And she's at first she's like, no, Nima, like stop making fun of me. But now <laughs> she loves it because she. She gets all the attention too because she's in my videos now, which is right. crazy. Um, and yeah, it's just like she knows why I'm doing this and she's fully supportive, which is great. Okay, so uh, we have this section on our show. We call it This or That. Uh, so basically, it's would you rathers and you have two options and you have to pick one. And for most of them, it's like you have to pick it for the rest of your life. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, we kind of want to get into this segment with you to, cut, to wrap this up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it. So, for the first one, um, would you rather never go on a plane again? Uh, sorry, would you rather never go on a plane again or have to go on a plane everywhere you go? Even if it's like a 15-minute like trip or like something like that. <laughs> this is forever. Yeah, forever. Like for the rest of your life. Uh, I'd say um, never go on a plane again. Okay, why is that? That's fucking stressful, man. <laughs> they, they say it's the safest time. way to travel. Huh? They say it's the safest way to travel. I like your odds there. Getting on the plane. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd rather run somewhere. I have to get on a plane every two seconds. That's yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Especially if I have to go through customs every time. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me I'm not even at it. I don't care. 
All right, man. The next one is: Would you rather cover your nude body with honey and stand in a forest, uh, and just stand in a forest, <laughs> I guess, or sleep in a tent with two mosquitoes that can't be killed? Ah, uh, damn. I fucking I hate mosquitoes. Uh, I'd ra- I'd rather at least be eaten alive, but I get to eat honey. So I'm going okay. with that. <laughs> honey's nice. I can no, honey's nice, sweet yeah. while I'm dying. Probably make a good TikTok too while you're out there. Yeah, just. probably. Yeah, yeah. No, it. no caption. Just, just no post caption. it. Post <laughs> yeah. it. Go viral. That's it. Maybe if I maybe if I pull them pull my pants down too, that would make it go viral. <laughs> pull my ass. Okay. Uh, would you rather have to say all your sentences backwards, or have to communicate through charades? Oh, charades, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not even going to that effort. No chance. You think you can yeah, pull you, that? You look off? like a. But right? if it just came fluently, like you didn't have to practice it, like you could just say what you oh, wanted yeah. to say, and it, and it came out backwards. Oh, uh, okay, that's different. Because if I had to actually think about no, things, like no, no training no, no, involved, no, I go crazy. I'd want to throw myself off a bridge. Um, damn, that's different. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably. You know what? Fuck yeah, I'd go with the backwards sentences. Really, really? man, you, you gotta stand out, man. You gotta be unique. <laughs> we're gonna think you're insane but have you seen that episode of disney's recess or like, like the underground kids the kids in like the special classroom oh yeah yeah gondorf premier on jt yeah yeah hey that's yeah, that, he's the goat he's the goat <laughs> legendary that's unreal man I, well i think that just about wraps it up man we want to yeah. uh, thank you again for coming on had a blast chatting with you yeah for sure thanks for having me guys and uh hometown love markham baby Absolutely. <laughs> gang gang yeah, get on TikTok, right? Stop fucking around, guys. <laughs> yeah, we will. Well, thank you, Nemo, for joining us. We really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, hopefully we can catch up with you again in the future. 100%. Yeah, thank you so much, Zach. And uh, sorry, oh, Ryan. Awesome. Thank Go. you. Thanks, man. Take care, guys. Peace. You too, man. Thanks so much for Nima Naz coming on. Uh, huge fan of his content. I remember when I first got TikTok, he was one of the first people I saw on the app. And just recently, just yesterday, I received uh, like some someone said actually same same girl from Phineas and Ferb who had never seen Phineas and Ferb. She sent me a TikTok and it was Nima Naz. Wow. And I'm like, hey, like, wow. I'm like coming on the podcast. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it now. I'm like, oh, you better, like, you have to now. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't watched Phineas and Ferb. Like this just means you got to watch this. I, yeah. Now you now you need to watch episode 41. And now she's yeah. being called out because she's gonna watch this yeah. episode and be like, yeah, damn, he talked about me, and I really need to watch like. I know, man. I know. So Nima Naz, thanks so much, man. But, like, I was at the cottage this weekend and I was like, Scotty Wyatt, OG lad in lawn chair. He came for a visit and we were hanging out and he, he was telling me a story about how one of our buddies, Jake Gilmore, shout out Jake, if you're listening to this, absolute beauty, but he was visiting his girlfriend in Minneapolis. So he, he took a plane and he, and I've heard through Scotty, through the grapevine from, from Jake, that he was one of four people on this on this airplane which is crazy when are you ever going to have a a four-person flight again in your life never yeah think about how rare it is to even see airplanes in the sky i can't remember the last time i saw a plane yeah right now it's like so strange it's something that i didn't even think about this entire time and then it was last week sometime i was at work and we heard a plane go over i was like thinking about how I haven't just, I just haven't heard or seen planes. Out, first of all. Like, what, what, yeah. I'm like, what nice. is going on? Yeah. It was, it was like foreign to me to see that happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That's I couldn't, nuts. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I was like, and it wasn't something, I wasn't shocked that there were planes in the sky. It was 
like I couldn't believe how I just didn't even realize like they weren't out. Like there's just nobody flying. There's no need to be flying. You can't like you're not going anywhere. So it's just a one like one other thing that just got like, thrown <laughs> right is, under the wing. is chomping at the bit right now. He's like, oh, here we go. This is when the stocks yeah. are about to double. The planes, the planes are back. The planes are back. <laughs> He's going nuts. If the stock was up the other day, so give him that, but nowhere near triple in three months. <laughs> it was already, it was already like it's already been a month and a half since he said that. Yeah. So like he's I, I don't know, man. He said triple in two months. So he's got about like two and a half, three, maybe three weeks left. And I feel like crazier things that. have happened. So I, let's not let's not count a note just yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but it's it's unlikely. Sorry, Anger. But we saw one. We one did. Was out. We saw one. You're on your way, man. You're on your way back. <laughs> Climb Dude. out of this hole. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, McGee. We had an unreal first interview already. I know. And uh, we just, we've been sitting on this double, double Dion. We've been sitting on this. (laughs) Philly and I, Philly and I went on an absolute tear when we first got the podcast back and like running. Like all of these interviews were like scheduled in May. (laughs) Yeah. And we had them, we were sitting on all of these for so long. So we're finally kind of like coming to the end of our queue here. Super fired up to bring you guys like great content. That we've been just chomping at the bit to get to you, but now yeah. it's here, and man, we're happy. We're we're so thrilled to actually get this content out out to the world to bring so, another double double Dion, another double Dion, and and I guess without further ado, here's our second guest of the double double Dion Mucho TV. So the lads and launchers are pleased to have Mucho joining us today. Mucho is a mainstay on the Six Buzz page, well known for his raps. Uh, I'm sure you guys are are all seeing them. They're hilarious and and honestly, pretty frighteningly accurate. Uh, So man, (laughs) glad glad to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank y'all for having me. So uh, first we want to know like a little bit about your background. And uh, like, obviously we came across you from uh, your... uh, like blowing up on six buzz and all like the raps that you were doing. I think the one that stood out to us the most where like we really caught on to you was when, when you did about Markham, uh, <laughs> like Ryan lives in nice. Markham. I'm from Aurora, but we both went to Bill right. brothers. Uh, okay. so like that one kind of hit a little different. We both <laughs> hit, hit closer to home for us. But, uh, prior to that, like how did you start to get involved in social media and stuff and be like, think of these raps and stuff to do right. and get yourself out there? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, be, I guess I could just go back to, like, high school. Like, when I was, like, 13, 14, I, I used to do, like, these parody, like, videos on YouTube and shit. And uh, Can I swear or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, on. okay. Uh, yeah, I used to do those on, on YouTube, and then they did well, but, like, I was like, fuck it. And then I just focused on school. And then I finished high school. I went to Guelph. I graduated finance started a nine to five and I was just getting bored on the side. I'm like, let me, um, let me do something with my time. So I was doing some stand up over there, but I found it a little tough to get spots. Like I felt, I kind of felt like I had to beg to, to right. perform. So I'm like, okay, I got to get my status up. So let me do internet comedy instead. 
So I started doing internet comedy and it was just like skits in general. Like I didn't even do music or anything. I was just, right. just doing like, you know, you know, those skits with the white backgrounds and the font over it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. when your girl catches you cheating, <laughs> <laughs> stuff and stuff like that. So I, I would do that weekly and it was, it was good. It was a, it was a steady growth and that got so busy that I just focused completely on internet comedy. And then I started redoing, I started doing parodies like I was doing in high school. You know what I mean? And at first it was just general shit, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as I started doing like local stuff, that's when started, stuff started to really catch on. Okay. So I had an idea um, to collaborate with um, this guy named Trezor. Um, Trezor, he made the Rap to Foot song, if you, if you guys remember that during um, the playoffs last year. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think I, I did well. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I know that one. Yeah. Okay, bet. So I, I kept reaching out to him. Like, he was much bigger than me at the time. I was like, yo, I, I got a really good idea. I want to do a Welcome to Saga song. You know what I mean? But I couldn't get a hold of him. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me just do it myself. So I did Welcome to Saga. And then this page that I never heard of called Six Buzz reposted me. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. That's, that, yo, this, I'm getting their followers right now. <laughs> and I think I, I hit, like, 10K that day. And then it was just, I just kept, I just kept going with it. And then. It's a gimmick, but it kept working, so I just kept going and going and going. And you know, I do other stuff too. I do like interviews and, and other. I still do skits and I do long form stuff on YouTube. But that stuff is it really drives traffic for me. So I've probably done like fifteen city cents, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that's how that's how we saw you first. Like, I was, <laughs> like, like we started at the beginning. We saw the Markham one. It's like, man, yeah. one question I have for you is like. Obviously, you're not you're not from all of these cities, but you know like a weird amount of information about all of them. So, how do you get this information and get it to be accurate? Like, do you have people yeah. that investigate for you? Like, tell us a little bit about that. That's a really good question. So, um, at first, I just I just did like cities in like the West End because I went to a high school that was um, it was a French high school, so they had to like bus people from everywhere. You know what I mean? So, I had friends from Oakville, I had friends from Brampton, I had friends from Saga, I had friends from Georgetown, I had friends from everywhere. But as soon as I ran out of those cities, I already started to have a, a pretty big following. So there'd be a bunch of people DMing me like, do my city, do my city. And I'd be like, okay, tell me about your city. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it just, it just built from there. Um, but apart from that, I've moved around a lot. I, I went to university in Guelph, so I have a pretty, right. like, they, I, I got friends from everywhere. So it's a mixture of asking friends, asking followers, and just doing my own research. So do you have like any kind of background in music or anything like that? Like why, obviously yeah. you knew like this was going to, or it had potential to take off with, cause right. it, they're hilarious to be able to put all of that information and stuff and yeah, all these yeah. facts about the cities and stereotypes and stuff into a song. But did, like, why were you like, okay, it needs to be in a song. Yeah. Honestly, that's just me studying what people like, you know what I mean? Like I started out doing skits. But it, skits don't grab you as instantly as like when you scroll on something and just hear a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been I've been writing music like kind of like comedic music forever, like since I was literally thirteen. Like, you know what I mean? I've, I I I got like um, there's that song back in the day like I wish I could mm, every girl in the world. When I was like twelve, I was like I wish <laughs> I could eat every food in the world. And I had like pillow I had pillows on my shirt and shit and. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was 12. I, I, I was already doing shit like that. So it's like, 
and like my, my my cousin who I was doing it with, now he's like in LA singing and shit. And like, I don't know, it was always with me. That, that, that music was like, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man, so I, I feel like I speak for everyone. Like you're pretty well known across the GTA. So we just want to know how often do you get stopped in public or recognized? Like, does it, does it get, ever get annoying or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it only gets annoying when I'm with my friends. Like if, if I'm with my friends and like, um, at like a nightclub or like let's say when I'm doing like St. Patty's interviews then I'm like I'm gonna get stopped quite often but that's just because it's like that's my demographic you know what I mean like people from the GTA like late teens early 20s anything that has a lot of people like that I'm gonna get stopped pretty often but I'm I ain't no celeb like I can still do that <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it ain't annoying when you get stopped how often are people asking you to like do the, some of the songs and stuff again. Like, does that Oh my God. Like, Drunk girls love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like this, this one girl I remember wouldn't leave me alone until I did like, I think, welcome to Scarborough. I was like, finally, like, all right, fine. Like, that, damn, I feel like a clown right now. But yeah, it happens. That happens too. <laughs> so we, we've uh, seen your interviews, obviously during like at homecomings during uh, yeah. Or sorry, rather at different schools and stuff. So right. obviously you've probably heard some pretty insane shit from, from people over the years. Is, is there anything that stands out to you as being the most absurd thing that you've, you've heard from someone? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's on the cutting room floor that I just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that I don't upload. Let me think of like the wildest, like tends to be, it tends to be the, the, the woman a lot of the time. But like they're they're so they're saying just the wildest like explicit drunk shit that like I don't want to expose them. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, so oh yeah, like, you probably you know can, yeah. I feel like with all your footage, you could just ruin some lives if you want. Exactly. <laughs> like I I post the most innocuous like like someone getting a question wrong and they're like, oh please take this off. I don't know about my job prospects in the future. So like I don't want any. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any issues. But I don't know. Girls like flashing flashing what they got and like. Saying like, oh, I want to sleep with you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about like other people that uh, they're worried about like their jobs and their future jobs because they don't want stuff out there. Is uh, is that like was that a a concern of yours at all? Like, did you ever oh, think about yeah. like what are other people <laughs> that I work with? Because I know like Ryan did a little little digging and you know like you've got a good job and stuff. But like, are people yeah, that yeah. you work with on a day to day basis like? Talking to you about it, asking you questions, <laughs> I get brought up. Yeah, so I, I, I recently moved to Toronto, and I feel like people in the workforce here are, are, are way more hip. Like, I was in, um, I worked in, 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 in Waterloo for a bit, and nobody I worked with no, knew what I was doing. You know what I mean, like, okay. they didn't know what the hell Six Buzz was. <laughs> yeah. But, like, two weeks into moving into my job over here, um, yeah, this guy stopped me, like, that you on six months yesterday <laughs> I mean, and then like he told my boss and like they told the cio so like everybody know everybody at my work knows my videos now <laughs> just a company-wide memo <laughs> yeah it's it, it's super weird you know what i mean but um i just try not to think about it and i definitely used to post like more controversial things than i do now but that's just what happens with growth they yeah. still don't have my TikTok, so I, I, can, I can get a You're <laughs> safe, safe for now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess on top of that, I have to ask, uh, other than, uh, so you went to Guelph. 
yeah. what's your other than that what's your favorite university to visit and why oh that's a great question um okay my favorite university to visit to and why um it de- it would definitely be laurier it definitely be laurier um did you go to laurier i, go, I currently go to laurier yeah oh that's sick yeah, that's tight. sick i went yeah. to western uh western is you know what western's fun too but it's like i have a uh, i have I have tighter friends at Laurier, like not only as Guelph, yeah. like 30 minutes away. So I used to go to St. Patty's at Laurier, even when I was at Guelph, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like my brother's on the basketball team at Laurier. So okay. I always have people to party with over there. So I guess that's the big, biggest reason. Kind of boring, but my brother's in. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, well, whatever you're at Laurier next, so you got a place to stay, man. Like, okay. Have, <laughs> come visit, come visit bro. Let's party. Well, that we'll definitely party together, man. You know, yeah, hit, hit up King Street. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I can uh, take some of those girls who are annoying you off your hands. <laughs> yes, please do, please do. I'll tell you to wrap. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in Guelph, were you at all like making uh, stuff on social media that was like relevant to the city at the time? Or uh, was it more after you left Guelph that you kind of like started to focus on or like put out content that was city specific? It was after like the only reason I started doing comedy was was because like I was so bored after work. You know what I mean? Like after university, like like your life completely changes. Right. And then you really got to focus on yourself. And like when I was at Guelph, all I was doing was like, I don't know playing pickup and like turning up and like barely going to class and like hanging out with friends. Like, I didn't have no time to think about, you know what I mean? Like social media and stuff. Like I was just living life. But after that, that's when I started. And, but my, my biggest base when I started was definitely like my friends for wealth and stuff. Sure. Okay. So, so, so Philly goes to Western or went to Western rather. And I go to Laurier. What yeah. would you say your favorite spot is uh, in both of those cities? Okay. Okay. So Western is definitely Jack's on a Monday, right? Or what, yeah, what is yeah. it with the, with the Monday, dollar Wednesday, dollar beers at Jack's. Yeah. Oh my God. I went one, <laughs> one, I went one Monday and I'm like, these guys are nuts. I they, I, I had some friends in the Jewish frat there. They, um, I don't know, Richmond, I think. What, what's the, what's the, or Brockdale or something. I, I forgot that. Yeah. Street. Richmond is like where most of them are. Brockdale is okay. where the homecoming party is. Okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was a great time. Yeah. And, um, at Laurier, there was like a low key spot. Cause I was a little bit older when I was in, in, in Waterloo. There was a low key spot. There, it was Becky's apartment at his peak. It was nice. Oh yeah. I like, Becky's is kind of a little, yeah, it's an older spot. It's an older spot for yeah. sure. It's oh, not yeah. as popular as it was though. Okay. I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the bars in uh, Waterloo recently have kind of been turned over. Like Chainsaw closed down um, like a month or so ago because of COVID. I guess they couldn't keep up financially. Right, so it's right. it's kind of upsetting to see, man. Like Stark and Perry's gone now. Damn. That's replaced. Like night schools t- like changed over. Like I, I, I don't mind that. I don't night school. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Not night like- school was trash. <laughs> night school is so awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's essentially the same thing now, but like they added like a little bottle service. So I guess like right. people just go for the clout and get like guest guest list and like, it's it, so it's it is a weird spot though right it's just like a yeah. bunch of it's like yeah, even it's now an, it's just like it's a bunch an, of ants looking at like the DJ booth yeah. like on a king's throne <laughs> yeah, really yeah it's so, and it's like just an empty like it's basically an elementary school gym when you think about it. it's like an empty hall there's really yeah. nothing there like all the bars <laughs> in the perimeter is just like whack. 
What about you? You 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 seem like you like pub. Uh, pub was more of a first year thing. I mean, it's kind of growing okay. on me now because I can kind of oh, just yeah. commandeer the booths and just sit down and be like, you know. I <laughs> but uh, I was a big chainsaw guy. Really like chainsaw, okay. and also Ethel's Lounge, like, was is really oh, slept nice. on. But they got the Taco Tuesdays there. You can get like, four tacos for three bucks and beer as well. So. I was sleeping on that place, yeah. Yeah, and it's got pool tables and stuff too. Like it's, Jeez. yeah. I mean, it's a hidden gem. So I gotta, I gotta ask. Like, in all of this, has there been a highlight or a favorite moment that, uh, like, you'd like to share with us? Does something stand out to you as being like, just a really cool experience? Whether it be someone like messaging you that, like, you looked up to, yeah. or I think, I think the the biggest one that was like, okay, like I'm onto something, and that was even before all the like, welcome to songs and stuff. Was mm-hmm. one of my favorite UK rappers is a is a guy named Giggs, and like when I was like at just a couple thousand followers, like I just I just made a video. Like you remember he had that? Uh, do you guys remember the KMT song with uh, Drake and Giggs? Like, Batman. Da 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 da. No, I can't see. I can't see that dude, man. Yeah, I can't see that dude. Anyway, it was like a very memeable moment, so I made my own video about it. And then like he followed me, DM me, like the video and shit, and I'm like, oh shit, this is really possible, man. So it just really broke down the degrees of separation. Like, that's probably the memorable, like, first, like, big follow-up. Shit. Yeah, it's, that'd be unreal to have, have someone you look up to, like, just shoot yeah. Especially with that, like, low followers at the time. I mean, like, I think, yeah. what, like, 43K? Something crazy like that, but... Uh, exactly. And that's, yeah, like, the Drake of UK. Like, he's huge. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look into him, man. That's dope. Um, is there any point... Or like, did you think at any point you could maybe turn the social media into your full-time job or is that something you'd be interested in doing or are you just happy yeah. with doing it as more of like an additional, like, I don't want to call it a hobby, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like in that kind of context, yeah, no, something man. else you're doing on the side. That's, that's a good question. So no, that's, that's definitely my, my goal in the future. You know what I mean? Like I used to have like a really weird thing before. Like my name was like Base Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, it was it was dumb, but I, I changed it to, to Mucho TV because in the future, I just want this to be like a media platform. Like it could be my face, but I want it to be, to be bigger than, than me. You right. Know what I mean? So at the moment, I'm just driving traffic to myself and having fun with it. But the long-term goal is to make a, a lot more long-term, long-form content on YouTube, having that blow up and then, you know, having just, a, just being a network for people that I really fuck with to join. Okay, that's pretty cool. I, I like that. So like, are you going to try to have like other people within your, uh, I guess like you could call like your brand that are like yeah. part of yeah. what you're doing or are they people that you'd want to work with or are they just people that you'd want to have like associated with your name that are working almost for you kind of thing? Like what would you be able to talk about that? Like what your goal would be there? Yeah. So, so the way, so the way I want to do things is I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys in on a, on, on a project that I'm working on right now. Like I'm working on like a kind of a, a Mucho TV explain series. It's going to be like a, you know, like a 10 to 20 minute, like funny musical documentary type video that I'm trying to drop like twice a month. Okay. Do that. If, if it blows up, then from there, organically people that fit into that can do the next ones and then I can write scripts for them and stuff. But it's all about things happening organically and then friends of mine that I have in mind joining me in on what I'm doing. For sure. It will, it'll, yeah. it'll never be me reaching out to people on a, in, a, in a natural way. 
Yeah, that's all right, man. I guess, guys, listeners, you've heard it here first, man. Mucho TV uh, <laughs> on the big thing. So definitely check him out. I mean, you guys already probably already seen him all over the place on social media. But yeah, definitely check that one out. Uh, Mucho, we got some, uh, some final questions. This is from our uh, segment, This or That. So essentially, we're going to ask you um, a few questions, some would you rather's, and you're going to have to answer them and then explain your reasoning behind them. And yeah. the rule is, the rule is, what you choose has to be for the rest of your life. Like you can't, okay. it's not only, right? So yeah. here's the first one. <clears throat> if you had to live in a cage for the rest of your life, would you rather the bars be horizontal or vertical? Dude. It have to be it have to be vertical, cause, cause I'm just imagining the workouts I'm good at. I could do this. I could do this motion. I can't do that motion. If I ever want to break out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think I'd have to go with horizontal, cause if I get bored, really? I can just like, climb on them and like have some fun or keep my keep myself entertained. Oh, That's kind of like what I was thinking too. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about I'm trying to break out of it. Yeah, you're trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll work my whole life and try to break out of those things. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, would you rather be able to converse with, uh, animals? So like non-human or have lifelong fluency in every human language? Talk to animals or speak every language? Uh, definitely talk to animals. Definitely talk to animals. 100%. Hey, Google, trans- Google Translate exists, eh? Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no animal translate. Yeah. Yeah. How, do you think I, how do you think I passed grade nine French? Thank you. <laughs> look, look, like 10 years ago when I was in high school, like, that shit was tough. Like, I actually had to, like, think about it and stuff. You know, now I could, like, I could damn near put a whole document. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I honestly didn't even think of Google Translate. Like, when you're in a crunch, definitely pull it out. <laughs> Not like no one out there. I can say they can talk to animals, so I think that would be pretty cool as well. I'm with you on that one. All right, so this next one is: Would you rather have an extra arm or an extra leg? Cheap joke aside, um, (laughs) extra arm or extra leg? Definitely extra. Definitely extra. Definitely extra leg. Um, because I tore my ACL and it'd be nice to have a fresh leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spare, spare tire. Yeah, exactly. You just cut that bitch off like a spare tire. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's the last question for you for this or that. Um, this one's a little, little deeper, a little more thought okay. process on this one. So right. would go. you rather do something great for all of humanity but be remembered as one of the worst people who ever lived or do nothing with any lasting impact in your life, but be remembered as a hero to people. So I, I, I do hate when people ask too many things in a hypothetical, but I just want to clear it up. Are you yeah. going to be remembered after you die? Or are you going to be remembered during your life? Like what are we, what are, or both? You know what I mean? Like if you, if you do something great for humanity, mm-hmm. you'll be remembered after you die as the, the, one of the worst people who ever lived. Yeah. 
but you you can like like you can go knowing you've done yeah. something great. Or yeah, yeah after you yeah, after you die. I'm I'm an atheist, so I just believe that when I die, shit goes black. So I rather just <laughs> yeah. I rather just do good, and then that's all I know. Like I won't even Fair know enough. that people hate me. That's exactly yeah. That's I mean, a good like, answer. Can't really, can't really know what other people think of you after you pass. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I, that's one I pick too. Like, do good things in your life, and then cares whatever anybody else thinks you did good things. So, exactly. And if you say that, and when people watch this, they're gonna think you're a good person. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then when the when the cameras stop rolling, we'll be able to tell what we really feel. Uh, so. That's all that we had for this or that. So we want to thank you for doing that segment with us. Um, I have one question for you before you go. Uh, you're wearing a Raptors shirt and you're from the GTA. Uh, is, is there anything that you will be doing or would want to do with your comedy and your skits or your music or whatever that features the Raptors? 100%. One day I want to be like that Raptors theme song. You know what I mean? When TSN pops up, like yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah, yeah, one time, yeah. just like a corny top forty song that they try to put in. It's gonna be me soon. <laughs> <laughs> Would you uh, like incorporate past players and like championships and stuff or like? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I actually made a song when we won the OEM championship. Um, I was like, damn, that, this this would have been sick on TSN. <laughs> Well, we'll get in contact say? with James Duffy for you, man. We, we just had uh, yes. a talk, so we'll see if Do we can up. pull some strings. Do it up. <laughs> Do it. Tell him to search for waiting since 9-5, so he has a little, little, little taste. Little taste. <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know what? We may have to, we may have to uh, see if we can hire you on, make a little lads and lawn chairs uh, rap. See if you can get a, a little promo going. That'd be sweet. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> get you a little bit. Oh, okay. All right, I think that, that just about does it, man. Like, once again, we want to thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day and coming on. Uh, we had a blast chatting with you. Yes, um, and, and wish you the best of luck in your future career. We know uh, it's only up from here, man. So thanks again. Thank you, man. I'm definitely going to check you guys out. As a Montrose, thank you all. Thank you. Mucho thanks for having TV. us. Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool interview, getting to uh, talk to Mucho. Seeing him, like I've seen him all over social media, uh, and especially with the one he did, the one of like those that Welcome to series that he does, where he mm. raps about the cities and places, and uh, he did the Welcome to Markham one because I remember that just like immediately started flying in our group chats, which yeah, I'm dude. pretty sure that's when you had deleted your Instagram, so Probably. you weren't you weren't around back then. I wasn't in the loop, but I will say I will say this: when I like got to school first year, and I still had like all my social media. That that thing was like for all the people who who like got to know each other in first year in residence, and everyone's like, oh, like what's your hometown like? Like people yeah. would be sending his videos back and forth, being like, oh, like, you want to know a little bit where I'm from? Like this is this it. is it to a T. Yeah, this is it to a T. Yeah. So I mean, his his content is funny. It's incredibly accurate, and I think it's hilarious how he's working a full time job and like his coworkers know what he does on the side. Yeah, he works. Like, that's in amazing. Toronto in a financial position, and he, he's just like. Po so popular on six buzz and his coworkers just all know about it and so. i gotta i gotta follow up he says he says he'd be down to party with me at laurier when when we get back to school if their restrictions are lifted so i mean yeah i'd love you to hit him up. Show. i gotta hit yeah. him up for sure man mcgee there's one thing i wanted to ask you about yeah buddy and shoot, shoot. i don't know if i don't think it's just a me thing it's like definitely not because this is why jeff bezos has as much money as he does Oh, God. it is way too easy to waste money on his, on Amazon. 
especially like you're not wrong you're not wrong and especially in quarantine when you got nothing else to do and you're not like i think you think you're spending less money online because you're like you're not actually you don't see the physical cash leave your wallet yeah yeah you're not so like you at feel, the machine plugging yeah something you in. feel a little less guilty spending your money yeah which is sneaky like it's just yeah. it's a sneaky way to waste money it is online and man, like speaking of Jeff Bezos's wealth, I saw this TikTok where like they put it into perspective of like grains of rice his wealth. Have you seen that one? Yes, yes, I have. And it's like one grain of rice is like a hundred thousand dollars. Ten ten grains of rice is a million dollars. And this guy it has like eighty two pounds of rice. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. And it's like he's like, oh yeah, here's like a three million dollar house and like a bunch of Teslas and, and like a Ferrari. And it's like sixteen grains of rice out of his pile. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, man. Like, it doesn't even put a dent in his fortune. No, he doesn't even realize that it's gone. It's, it's, it's hard just to because we're comprehend his wealth pockets. at that scale. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, fueling I can't even... his pockets. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's insane. Like, they're... So, I had this pair of sunglasses. They're like these knockoff sunglasses I got on Amazon for 10 bucks. Yeah. I had them you last send me the, You, you got to send me the link because I this weekend I lost a pair of sunglasses in the lake. So. Well, here you go. It's going to be another Amazon order. I know, man. So it's easy. It's I, I easy. literally just go on Amazon, get these sunglasses. Perfect. Show up like 10 bucks. They came with a soft case, a hard case, uh, like this uh, cloth to clean them. Um, and then <laughs> I at the end of the summer, I like couldn't find them, but I didn't really need them anymore. I like back at school, like I'm not really doing anything September through December where I really need sunglasses. And then I was going on vacation, uh, at the end of December and I was like, damn, I can't find my sunglasses anywhere. So I literally fire up an order and I get a pair of, a pair of the sunglasses again, same ones, just go to the thing, reorder 10 bucks at the door again. And Dude, then, I need to start ordering sunglasses in bulk, I swear. Like, that's the one yeah. thing I'm so bad at, like, keeping, like, uh, like safe. I'm yeah, like, even the nose thing, like, fell off my sunglasses. Like, the little plastic bridge on the inside. But oh, shit. I go golfing for the first time two weeks ago or last week, whatever it was. And I open up my bag. There's my sunglasses in there. Like my other no. pair. So now I have two pairs of the same sunglasses. <laughs> and for those, for those of you who aren't watching online, like you can't see on the YouTube or whatever, or you're just listening to the audio, he's holding up both pairs of sunglasses side by yeah. side. Yeah, like I literally have the exact same pair. But it's perfect. Like 10 bucks each. I have now have two hard cases, two lens cloths, two soft cases, Not two the fun. sunglasses. 20 Not bucks. fun. Yeah, not bad at all, man. I mean, there are definitely worse ways you can be spending your money. Like sunglasses are a staple. Yes, and when they're ten bucks, like it's really not that bad. Like they look pretty good. They look good. They are nice glasses, and like they kind of go above and beyond with the the double cases. Come on, like that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, they're a little bent, but yeah, they're great sunglasses. Yeah, look good. Yeah, send me the link for real though after the episode's done. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Send me the link. I will. I I need a pair, man. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, dude. even today I was like on there. I almost, almost just impulsively bought a Keurig. Like, do you like not have a coffee maker at home? Like, no, we do have a coffee maker, but it's one of the like it's a pot, so you can oh, okay, make okay. basically like yeah. I don't even know, probably like, like the three or four. One? Yeah, I think so. It makes like four cups of coffee in like one go. And when I'm leaving here at six a.m., 
Like I don't want to be making four. Oh, cups for sure. Of you you here. you like, got to get yeah, dude. You definitely need a Keurig or or something of like that kind of like the K cups. Bad for the yeah. environment. But like I got like I I got my well my dad recently purchased a new coffee maker that's like really intense. It's like a restaurant grade like industrial thing. It's like massive. I'm like holy shit. That was like a little treat to himself. But before that, we had like the K cup one. But we had this like there were little mini coffee filters like pod size. Yeah, yeah, filters, yeah. And you put it into a reusable K cup. Yeah. So we didn't like. I guess we tried to do our part of of minimizing our, our carbon f- footprint. That yeah, we had one of those at school. Yeah, huge yeah, man. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Wild. Yeah, very. Well, with that being said, I think it's time we get into our uh, our lot of the week. So, yes. McGee, I'll let you do the honors and introduce this lot of the week. All right. Well, this, this lot of the week shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody who's listened this far in the episode. Alex DeLello, the guy literally went above and beyond. He got his whole family involved. Yeah. Sent us two full screenshots plus a nice heartfelt message. That's what yeah. we love. That's what we love to message. see. We love to see that fan engagement. Absolute beauty. Yeah. For taking the time and letting us know what we miss and how we can be better. So, <laughs> yeah. For, Alex, yeah. Thank you for man. calling us out. Yeah. Thank you for thank calling you. us out. And you are episode 41's Lot of the Week. Cheers, yes. Alex. Yes. I also want to give uh, a little honorable mention to uh, frontline workers and people who are working in like the food and food service industry. Uh, people... Those people like that kept the kept the world going. Uh, Frontline workers, not skip the dishes though. Not skip not the skip, dishes. We're, we're boycotting, boycotting skip, skip the dishes. Skip the dishes. Yeah, but uh, even frontline workers, especially just the hard work that they've been doing, keep trying to keep everybody safe and keep the world on its feet. So, honorable mention yeah. to the frontline workers and food industry. Thank you guys very much. Well, gotta eat. Big dogs gotta eat. What a great episode. The Dirk episode. The Dirk legendary. Double Dion. The Double Double Dion. The Double Double Dion. Episode 41. It just keeps getting better and better. And now that we're kind of near the end of our guest list that we've had since May. Yeah. It's time to go on the prowl, Philly. Yes. Maybe people are going to start coming to us. (laughs) Yes. Based on our our track record. Oh, my. Yeah. Dude. Gotta hope. You gotta... uh, Well, we've had some pretty big names on. Yeah, pretty crazy. We've been blown away with some of the people we've managed to to get. Like we've been surprised by some of by some of the people who are like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Wow. But hopefully, yeah. we can get some more big things your way. Yep. Like we're not going anywhere. No, we're not fucking leaving. <laughs> not going anywhere. Unlike McGee's sleeves, which Dude. have fi- found themselves falling off his shirt. Yeah, I like off. it. I like it. Did you get? Did, did you get that tan straightened out or? Uh, dude, so I'm still like three weeks later, two weeks yeah. later, whatever. I'm still peeling a little bit. Ah, like it's not right. great, but you know what? Like it, it's evened out. It's evened out. I still have like a little patchiness, but I'm definitely not as pasty as I was. Okay, that's good. Right. Which is which that's is good. good. Which yeah, is good. I think it's just the lighting. It's bad lighting in my room. That's let's we'll, we'll crack yeah, it that's up what it that. is. It's the lighting. Okay, yeah. well, I need a ring light. Yes, yes. From Amazon, we'll get an Amazon ring light. Perfect. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> All right, Miggy. Uh, great chatting with you as uh, as always. Yeah, you as well. Good to uh, catch up. Not like yeah. we don't really talk every single day, pretty much. But <laughs> <laughs> always good to catch up. Good to yeah, see buddy. your face. More so, big things coming. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that that just about wraps up episode forty one. That does it for the Dirk app. The double the double DM. Alex Dillo, thank you. Hannah, thank you. Frontline service workers, everyone who's contributed and listened and just been a continuous supporter of the Lads and Launchers. 
We're super thankful. Um, we're approaching 15,000 streams. Yep. We're getting close. Yep. We're very getting exciting. close to 15,000. And it's very exciting. But uh, I don't, we'll let you know whatever that happens. Won't be this episode. Maybe the next one. Maybe two from now. But the only way for you to find out is if you tune in next week, same time, same place, same launches. Cheers, lads and lads.